0: Hello, everyone. It's your host, Melina Sadler, back with another solo episode of the Healing Pact podcast. Today, I wanted to talk a little bit about the power of pausing. I feel like sometimes we feel really guilty when we have to take a break. But ideally, it is crucial for our self-esteem and our self-care. So without further ado, let's get into it. You are listening to the Healing Pact podcast, a place where women of color come to share their stories and their revelations. I'm talking about the good, the bad, and the ugly. Here, we highlight resilience, as well as validate and normalize real emotions and experiences. We push each other to be our best selves, a beacon of hope and an advocate for change. I am your host, Melina Sadler, licensed clinician, mom of one, and a survivor of childhood sexual assault. It is my mission to get women comfortable talking about their trauma, as I believe sharing our stories can encourage others to speak up and be real about our mental health. As women of color, we need to recognize how our identity plays a role in our past suffering. However, it also equips us with everything that we need to push through the hard stuff. If you like what you hear, make sure to subscribe to keep up with all the new releases of new episodes. Thank you so much for listening. Be well and be encouraged. So as I stated in my intro... I wanted to talk about the power of pausing. And when I say the power of pausing, I'm just talking about everything in general, not specifically just regarding like our career, uh, friendships, relationships, just in general. It's important for us to just take a break. Sometimes we just need to unplug. We are not machines. We are human beings. We have blood running through our bodies. We have air that we breathe. We have a heart that's pumping, a brain that's constantly going. And sometimes we just need to take the time to unplug and reevaluate. You know, a lot of times people talk about being a cup and being an empty cup or a cup with fluid flowing over. And when your cup is empty... You are no good to anybody, let alone yourself. I think sometimes in life we fall into this habit of constantly giving and giving and giving and giving until there's nothing left to give. Many of us play multiple roles. We have many hats that we wear on a regular basis, especially as millennial women, especially as women of color. Somebody is always going to need us right and when we think about our history we have always been that person we have always been the person to think about other people first and when you add professions that help people such as therapists nurses teachers just any essential worker really it just kind of exacerbates that And I've been thinking about this a lot lately because it sucks. It's a systematic issue. It's a cultural issue. It's a generational issue. And it comes from so many different places. And we are constantly, constantly in this state of thinking about other people all the time to the point that we've led ourselves to feel guilty when we can't show up. And we shouldn't feel that way. You know, people should be able to think about what it is they need from us, but they should, in the same breath, be able to do it for themselves. And yes, you know, thinking of like a young child, they can't do much for themselves, right? So sometimes we do have to show up and do what we have to do, but sometimes it's really just a matter of asking for help. Sometimes we don't want to ask for help. I've seen people talk about things that are hard to say, and it seems like asking for help nine times out of ten tends to be the one thing that most people do not want to do. And I really want to pose that question to everyone listening because I want to know why are we like this? Where did that come from? And who taught you to be that way? Did you come up on that on your own? Or did you somehow develop this natural response where you feel like you have to have it together all the time? You have to do it your way because no one else can do it properly. I know I've definitely fallen into that trap. I know that I get so frustrated when I ask for help. And at the end of asking for help, I feel like I should have just did it myself. That's happened to me one too many times and it's forced me to be this person that feels like I have to do it all and I have to do it all the time and it's not healthy at all. It's not healthy at all. I've definitely fallen into a trap of setting certain goals that are unrealistic, that are 110% unrealistic and when I can't complete them, I beat myself up. And I'm being very transparent right now, regardless of whether or not I'm a therapist, I am a human. And sometimes I get tired, too. Most times I get tired, too. And if there's anything that I've learned over the last year and a half, it's that I should have worked on these things a while ago. And even though I started the process, becoming a mother has made it even more challenging because now I feel like I'm forced to focus on someone else, and put myself on the back burner when I was in the process of learning to prioritize myself. This is so important to recognize. The first part of getting help and to see change is to first recognize that there is a problem and to recognize that you don't want to be like that anymore. The only way to see change is to be the change that you want to see in your life. It doesn't matter what demands are placed on you. It doesn't matter who is hoping that you show up. If you can't show up, you can't show up. Things like taking a day off from work should not feel like you're letting someone down. And many of us have fallen into that trap. I've been talking a lot about compassion fatigue lately, just the physical, emotional, and mental exhaustion that comes from constantly being there and showing up for other people and caring about other people that need our help, especially people who are very needy or in pain or really struggling. We cannot show up for those people if we can't show up for ourselves. And I know as a helping professional, it's very cliche to say, but we really need to start taking our own advice We really do. We really need to start taking our own advice. We really need to work on routines. We really need to work on structure because we should not be feeling unproductive. It's perfectly fine to take a weekend to just sleep and rest. I don't care who tells you otherwise. If you want to binge watch that show today, that's what we going to do. You're going to binge watch that show and that's what we're going to do. And you're going to feel perfectly fine about that. Because at the end of the day, you made a choice for yourself and you followed through, regardless of what anybody else thinks. And I think we need to take more opportunity to do that on a regular basis because we don't. We're always worried about what other people think. We're always worried about what other people want us to do. And sometimes, you know, we end up being yes men and yes women. And uh, people get upset the one time you say no. So we fall into this habit of saying no. But giving an explanation as to why it's no, when no should be a full-stop sentence. We need to learn the power of pausing. We need to learn to unplug. We need to learn to say no and not feel guilty for saying no. We are not obligated to anybody an explanation as to why we can't do something. It's our choice. And we have to live with that choice, and we have to feel comfortable with that choice. We should not be staying a whole day saying, maybe I should have apologized, or maybe I should... Do this, you know, just this one time. Or maybe I can commit to half the time and not the full time. Take your rest. Take your rest. Don't worry about who's going to be disappointed. Don't worry about anything else other than what you feel. There's a lot going on in this world. This last week was very difficult for a lot of people. We get messages from all over the world. I feel like when the verdict was dropped this past week, the world was essentially collectively holding their breath, at least for people of color, I would say, because as we know, the non-people of color get to live their life the way they want to live their life, completely oblivious and free from any concern outside of what's going on in their little worlds. And we do not have that privilege as people of color. We just don't. There's not a moment that we get to walk around and forget that we are a person of color. We always have to worry about how we show up. We always have to worry about how we're perceived. And it's unfair. And sometimes it's hard to feel better when these issues continue. So for those of you that were holding your breath, those of you that were on edge, those of you that felt nauseous, the day this verdict was dropped, I just want to let you know that you are not alone. You are not alone. And I know that we are dealing with a lot. And unfortunately we are gonna continue to deal with a lot, but we know that our people are resilient and that we will keep fighting. And we will continue to do what we feel is right, regardless of the way the world feels we should be acting or what they feel like we deserve. We know what we deserve. And if we weren't as powerful as we are, they wouldn't continuously try to put us in the ground. And yes, it's hard to watch. So please don't watch. I know sometimes we want to click on those videos and we want to see exactly what's going on so that we can be a part of the conversation. But please protect your peace. Please protect your mind. Those are not images that you can take away. And yes, maybe some of us dissociate, but a lot of us are becoming desensitized and that's a problem. A lot of us are looking at these deaths that are happening in our communities as if it's another action movie or video game. This is not Grand Theft Auto. Okay, this is not call of duty. These are real people, real bodies, real families being affected. People bleeding out on the streets as if they're animals and nobody cares. That is not how life is supposed to be lived. These unjust acts that are happening against our people are atrocious. It's one thing to stay informed. It's another thing to traumatize yourself. I urge you not to do it. If you feel like you have to do it, do what you have to do, but please protect yourself, protect your peace, and understand that sometimes that's part of the unplugging process. Sometimes there's just too much going on in the world and we need to step away, regroup, reevaluate, and come back. Taking care of yourself is more than just the physical. Yes, we go to the doctor. We take care of ourselves. We do our blood. We check our height, our weight. We have a conversation with the doctor. We have to learn to be vocal about that as well. Tell the doctor how you're really feeling. Because when we're stressed, when things are popping up for us, those things can show up in the physical as well. A lot of the times when we're feeling like we can't breathe, we're feeling like our heart is racing too fast or skipping a beat we're gaining weight out of nowhere or we're losing weight out of nowhere. Some of these things are pertaining to the mental status that you currently have and you don't even notice it because you won't take a moment to stop and check on yourself. Don't let it get to that point. Don't let it get to that point. We should be checking on ourselves daily, at the very minimum weekly, And we should be doing this on a regular basis because we need to process. So whether you need to write it down in a journal, use the note section of your phone, go to therapy once or twice a week, as many times as you need it, or just have someone that you feel like you can rely on for support that's not going to judge you or make you feel like crap for the decisions that you're making. Utilize people. Utilize these tools. Take a walk. I don't know where you live But for those that are on the East Coast, the weather is getting better. Take a walk. There's something about nature that makes people feel good. Getting that vitamin D from the sun directly does so much for feelings of depression, for feelings of anxiety, from feelings of exhaustion. Just sit outside. Sit outside. And just take notice. I spoke in an earlier episode about mindfulness and just learning to be still and be present. It's easier said than done, but we really have to implement this into our life. We really do. And I just wanted to make sure that I came on today to talk to you all about that. Because sometimes we just have our hands in so many different pots and so many different places. And we want to be everywhere with everybody. And we don't know how to sit down. So in the words of probably most of our mothers, sit your ass down and don't touch nothing. Right? Sit your ass down and don't touch nothing. Just learn to be. Just learn to be. We have to learn to just be still and be present with ourselves. We are no good to anybody if we don't take the time to do that. No good to anybody if we don't take the time to do that. The goal in life is to be a better version of ourselves. Yesterday is gone. Tomorrow isn't promised. So every day, show up as your best self and do what you have to do to feel comfortable. But make sure you know to pause. It's okay to feel defeated sometimes. It's okay to feel disappointed. But we need to pause and we need to take care of ourselves. And sometimes that just means unplugging not talking to anybody, whether that means social media, sometimes it means not even watching television, just having no outside influence and just learning to sit with your thoughts, as scary as that is, just do it. Just do it. We have to check in with ourselves. We have to remind ourselves about the things that we are grateful for, for the things that we have, because there was once a time where the things you have now, you didn't have a couple years ago. And some of us sometimes need to go back to that place and remember about the things that we were praying for and the things that we were begging for and the things that we were wishing we had because now we have them. And a lot of us aren't recognizing the fact that we have them now. So what does that say about you? What would you say to yourself three, four, five years ago when you were begging for these things? You have them now and you're not making use of them. You're not taking the time to enjoy them. How do you think the old version of yourself would feel knowing that you have these things and you're not taking the time to recognize that you have these things? We get these images and there's memes and stuff like that on the internet about constantly grinding and no sleep and we know what grinding looks like. We know what it looks like to have side hustles and to keep going and going. But when you think about tangible items grinding together, what happens? Things start to chip away. If I grind something up against the wall right now, I can guarantee you something is either gonna snap, crack, or drop on the floor. Because if I keep grinding and grinding and grinding and grinding, I'm going to cause some sort of opening somewhere or some sort of damage that I'm not going to be able to fix. Unless I go to Home Depot or something or just physically replace what's broken, we are not replaceable. When you damage yourself, when you crack yourself, when you harm yourself in any way, that may not be fixable. So we have to be very careful When we joke about being team no sleep and getting to the bag and doing all of this stuff, we are not replaceable. And we are not expendable in that way. We have to live every single day as if it's the most important day of our life. And we have to learn to enjoy life. And we have to learn to enjoy ourselves and stop beating ourselves up. We need to give ourselves self-compassion. And we need to continue to check in with ourselves so that we can continue to show up the way we want to, so that we can continue to be present for the things that we feel we deserve. Yes, we have to put in the work, but not at our own expense. I always ask people that when it comes time to goals, set goals, yes, but do not run yourself into the ground because there's nothing to achieve at that point when you're not here to accept it. And that's all I want to leave with you all today. Remember, there's new episodes being released every single Wednesday, 9 o'clock on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher and Google Podcast. We have more interviews coming. Season one is going to be wrapping up in about another month or so. I'm excited for the interviews that are coming. I hope that you find them helpful. If you have any questions, you can email me at info at com, And I will see you all next week with another episode. Be well and be encouraged and take care of yourself. And remember, it's okay to pause.